Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1 In a state TV interview, Russian President Vladimir Putin has issued a threat to use cluster bombs if Ukraine attacks Russian soldiers with the ones it has received from the United States. Cluster bombs are explosive weapons that release numerous smaller bomblets over a wide area, and they are banned in over 100 countries, including the UK. However, Putin claimed that Russia has a, quote, sufficient stockpile of these types of weapons. Putin also stated, of course, if they are used against us, we reserve the right to take reciprocal action. The use of cluster bombs by both Russia and Ukraine has been extensively documented by international humanitarian organizations and news outlets, such as the Associated Press. Despite this, Putin denies the allegations and maintains that Russia is not responsible for the use of cluster bombs. Reports have emerged of explosions near the key bridge connecting Crimea to Russia's mainland, resulting in the halt of traffic. Sergei Aksionov, the Russian-installed governor of Crimea, mentioned a, quote, emergency situation on the bridge's 145th pillar, according to the Russian state news agency TASS. However, no further details were provided. RBC Ukraine news agency reported that explosions were heard on the bridge. It's important to note that Crimea was annexed by Russia from Ukraine in 2014, but it is still internationally recognized as part of Ukraine. The Russian Grey Zone Channel, an affiliated telegram channel with the Wagner Mercenary Group, reported two strikes on the bridge at 3.04 a.m. and 3.20 a.m. local time. Number 2 The persistent smoke from Canadian wildfires continues to affect the United States, leading to air quality alerts in 11 states across the Northern Plains, Midwest, and Great Lakes region on Sunday, July 16th. Forecasters predicted that nearly 60 million people from Montana to Ohio would experience decreased visibility and poor air quality. This includes residents of major cities such as Chicago, Detroit, St. Louis, Cedar Rapids, Cleveland, and New York. A large area spanning from Montana to Illinois recorded an air quality index in the, quote, unhealthy range classified as level 4 out of 6 on Sunday, July 16th. While the concentration of smoke is expected to diminish by Monday, July 17th, the National Weather Service's Weather Prediction Center stated that there is still enough smoke to cause unhealthy air quality for sensitive groups in some parts of these regions at the beginning of the week. Winds will continue to carry the smoke eastward, resulting in a smoky haze over the northeast in the early part of the week. The plume of smoke originates from around 400 fires that have ignited in Canada's British Columbia province over the past week. Nearly half of these fires were caused by approximately 51,000 lightning strikes from thunderstorms, as reported by the British Columbia Wildfire Service. Unfortunately, some of these th th thunderstorms were dry and did not provide sufficient rainfall to extinguish the fires, exacerbating the dangerous situation in a province already facing severe drought conditions. Tragically, Canadian authorities announced on Sunday, July 16th that a second firefighter had died while battling the wildfires. The Northwest Territories of Canada expressed their condolences in a statement, sharing the news of the firefighters passing. Number 3 Mayor Eric Adams is poised to appoint Acting Police Commissioner Eric Edward Caban as the permanent head of the NYPD, making him the city's first police commissioner of Hispanic descent, according to sources. 
The announcement is expected to, to be made on Monday morning, July 17th at the 40th precinct in the Bronx, where Caban began his 30-year career with the department. Following the surprise resignation of former police commissioner Kishin Sewell in June, Caban assumed the role of acting commissioner on July 1st. Mayor Adams expressed his confidence in Caban's abilities, stating that he is a highly skilled professional with over three decades of service in the NYPD. Adams also indicated that a more formal announcement regarding the leadership appointment will be made in the coming weeks. Caban, a Bronx native, previously served as the first deputy commissioner of the NYPD, holding the second highest ranking position under Sewell. Mayor Adams himself, a former police officer and having a close relationship with Caban, promoting him, promoted him to this influential role. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio and have a great day.